0: You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. On today's RE Snapshots, we're catching up with previous RE Masters student, Martina Badano. Martina worked with Dr. Roberto Busi back in 2019 on rapid on-farm testing. Her paper, Rapid on-farm testing of resistance in lolium rigidum to pre- and post-emergence herbicides, has just been published. So we're going to find out more about it. She does join us now. How are you going, Martina? Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm good. It's really good to be able to catch up because, yeah, we don't get to see each other as much anymore because you're not in the RE office like you used to be. So you're now working at Living Farm. Can you just firstly give us a bit of a rundown on what you're doing now? Yeah,
1: sure. I'm also
0: happy to catch up with you after such a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, well, Living Farm, for the ones that don't know, is a research and development company in the U.S., and I am one of their research scientists. So my role basically is conducting field trials in crop protection for different Acan companies in the industry. And most of my work involves development of herbicides that are going to be available in the market in the next few years. But I also have a lot of work related with fungicides and insecticides as well.
0: Very nice, yeah. So, yeah, good to hear you're, uh, you're enjoying yourself out there at Living Farm. But today we are learning about your paper on rapid on-farm testing. Can you firstly give us a broad overview of what you were looking at in this paper?
1: Yeah, sure. So, this came as an idea of Roberto and I when I was doing my master's degree at UWA. And we came up with this idea of developing a kit. Uh, with an R test that would allow farmers to detect herbicide-resistant wheat populations in just seven days. So in order to do this, we first developed the methodology uh, with known, resistant, and susceptible populations. And after that, we did a correlation with the traditional way of detecting herbicide-resistant wheat, which is the um, traditional pot test. And after that, we did a validation with 100 ryegrass populations that were collected across the weed. Finally, with Danica Goggins, we study the herbicide degradation to know the life shelf of the kid, and we also study the dormancy of the seeds to overcome uh, and avoid false negative results.
0: Thank you for that explanation. Can you explain to us why a rapid test for a weed like ryegrass is a great tool for growers and agronomists, Martina?
1: Well, potentially this kid could be an inexpensive and easy-to-interpret tool to pre-screen with uh, populations in the paddock before applying an herbicide treatment. And then, in the case of finding a red flag in this test, uh, sending samples for further analysis. So it's something that could be a supplement of the traditional pod testing. So the main goal of this project is to increase the adoption of herbicide-resistant testing among growers, uh, leading to having more effective use of parasites and also decreasing the selection pressure on the development of resistant weeds in the
0: field. Definitely. Yeah, it's something that we do talk about a lot, but it is one of those tools that is, uh, yeah, maybe not as used as widely as we'd like to. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you're on the money there, Martina, making something that's really accessible and easy to use is definitely a step in the right direction. So, let's talk about how you went about developing this test. You kind of briefly gave a bit of detail about that just before, but can you just take us through how you went about developing the test? Yeah, sure.
1: So, we developed this methodology where annual ryegrass seeds were placed in a container with agar. Agar uh, is like a medium that looks like a jelly, and we use it a lot in the lab. Usually, we use it to see how good is the germination of seeds. But in this case, in this test, the agar had a calibrated concentration of every site which will be able to discriminate between resistant and susceptible populations. So, happily, we were able to successfully identify uh, resistant individuals looking at the coleoptile elongation or basically the growth of that seed after a week. And also, we had good levels of correlations with the traditional pot test. So, yeah, we were happy with the results.
0: Very cool. And you did test several herbicides for this rapid test. What were the herbicides and the results that you got for each one?
1: Well, we tested for glyphosate, glufosinate, pyroxasulfone and trifluralin. So, with all these herbicides, we have positive results identifying resistant populations. And in the case of glufosinate and trifluralin, we also had a good validation with field populations that were collected across the state. Actually, the farmers sent these populations to Roberto at that time. However, in the case of glyphosate and pyroxasulfone, we couldn't uh, do the validation because the frequency of the resistance in the field to these actives nowadays uh, is quite low or inexistent in the case of pyroxasulfone. So we didn't have enough data to conduct. The validation. On the other hand, another outcome of our studies, looking at the herbicide degradation of these active ingredients, uh, we found out that refluorine is not stable enough to keep active in agar for more than five days. So, doing the kid with this herbicide would not be feasible. However, with the other herbicides, this kit would be a simple and accurate supplement to traditional analysis to do a research screening.
0: Very cool. And people will be able to read the paper in full if they would like to. I'll provide the link in the show notes and I'll also provide the link to the herbicide resistance testing page which has all the information about the program that Dr Roberto Busi is running as well if you would like to get involved. Martina, is there anything else about this paper that you think we uh, we should know about specifically that you'd like to share?
1: Well, I'm really happy that it got published and I think it would be a really interesting tool
0: if we could uh,
1: develop, me, uh, develop it and make it available for growers.
0: Definitely, yes. Congratulations on the paper. It's very exciting and such a great practical tool as well. So, yeah, hopefully it all goes well into the future and thank you for explaining it. Oh, well, Thank you so much, Jessica, and it was really nice to catch up with you again. You too, thank you Martina.